Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, rugby fans. Welcome to episode 113 of the DNVR Rugby Podcast. My name is Colton Strickler. I'm your host. Got a good show for everybody today. Got a lot to talk about. There's a lot going on in the world of rugby, so we'll go ahead and start off with the breakdown. The breakdown is brought to you by O'Neill's. O'Neill's is the official sportswear supplier to the biggest teams in world rugby, Infinity Park, and the American Raptors. Shop apparel now at O'Neill's.com. That's O-N-E-I-L-L-S.com. So we'll go ahead and start the breakdown with some American Raptors news. The Raptors fell in the final of Aspen Ruggerfest to the gentlemen of Aspen, 44-36 last weekend. Uh, the 2021 Aspen Ruggerfest results look like this for the Raptors. They lost 15-14 to Olympic Club. They won 62-0 over the Dallas Harlequins. They beat the Denver Water Dogs 41-14. They beat Olympic Club 40-5. And then they lost to the gentlemen of Aspen 44-36 on Sunday afternoon. Sounds like it was a good experience for them, though. I know just talking to a couple of guys uh, just say I never played in a rugby tournament before, you know, the, the, all these guys are pretty new to rugby for the most part. And, um, you know, rugby town was standing, not all the people that played in, you know, rugby town sevens are going to be playing in the Aspen Rugger Fest, which is more of a 15s tournament. So a lot of guys hadn't played in a rugby tournament before, but it sounds like it was a good experience. Sound like they had a good time and, uh, they made it all the way to the final and it sounds like they were winning heading into the second half. And there's a big Big penalty differential there in the second half. Uh, ended up losing there right at the buzzer. So bummer to hear that, but I'm glad they had a good time and uh, I'm glad they had a good showing. So they'll be back in action this weekend with the Magic in Seattle Rugby Club on Saturday at 2 p.m. at Infinity Park. Should be a good one. I am done moving all my stuff from my one house to my other house, my new house. So I'm really planning on cranking out some content on this season moving forward now that I have infinitely more free time. Uh, and I'm pumped to get out there on Saturday and watch some rugby. So I'll talk a little bit more about that and all the rugby you can watch. That's kind of the Raptors news. I guess one of the other things I wanted to touch on is former Colorado XO DJ Stewart will be playing with the headliners at the Premier Rugby Sevens Championship event that will take place in Memphis next Saturday. He's the only former XO I think that I've seen kind of floating around going to be playing the Premier Rugby Sevens. So he'll be someone to keep an eye on. 
It'll be fun to watch that next weekend. And as of course, we'll talk about that next week as we get a little bit closer. So continue with the breakdown. We'll get and jump into some USA rugby news now. The men's 15s team is set for this weekend's clash against Uruguay at Infinity Park. That match will take place right after, well, not right after, a few hours after the Raptors play Seattle Rugby Club. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit more about that and all the rugby you can watch this weekend as well. But on the women's side, World Rugby confirmed that the Pacific Four Series schedule, uh, which is this new cross-regional women's 15s tournament, uh, we'll start right here at Infinity Park with two matches between Canada and the USA the first week of November, and then New Zealand and Australia will join in 2022. So it sounds like a cool new competition on the world stage for the women. I'll read you this quote from the release. Quote, the Pacific Four Series will provide quality playing opportunities and further support teams as they prepare to compete at Rugby World Cup 2021 in New Zealand next year. We look forward to watching teams compete again at the highest level for what will undoubtedly be a thrilling showcase of women's elite rugby from some of the best teams in the world. End quote. That's from World Rugby Chairman Sir Bill Beaumont. I wanted to make sure I talk about that because I think that's awesome that there's all this awesome rugby that you can watch here at Infinity Park. If you're like local to Denver, if you're local in Colorado, it's literally right in your backyard. And I mean, this weekend you get a world, a rugby world cup qualifier with Uruguay. You got this American Raptors team that's kind of like growing right before your eyes with all these crossover athletes that are learning the game. Play Seattle Rugby Club, which obviously is a storied rugby club here in the United States. Uh, and then in a couple of weeks, you can come out and watch the women play you know, two matches against Canada in this new Pacific Four series. So it's just like anywhere you look, uh, anywhere you turn, it's it's all this high-quality rugby that you can come watch for a very reasonable price. So I think it's cool. I wanted to make sure I talked about that. And that kind of does it for the breakdown this week. So go and jump into all the rugby that you can watch this weekend. Like I mentioned, the American Raptors are back in action. They take it on Seattle Rugby Club on Saturday at 2 p.m. Mountain Time. Gates open at 1.30. And to get into this match, you have to have a ticket to the USA-Uruguay match. Uh, that will take place after this match. You have to have one. They won't let you in without it. So if you can't make it, you can watch the match on AmericanRaptors.com. I think a ticket is $50 for that USA match. And you can buy that at AffinityPark at Glendale.com. USA Rugby versus Uruguay. The Eagles will play their first of two matches against Uruguay this Saturday at Infinity Park at 6 p.m. Gates will open for that one at 5. Tickets are $50, like I just said. This match, I think, will be broadcast on Flow Rugby. I don't know if that's announced yet. I'm assuming uh, that's how it's been, I think, through these last couple of weeks. So you can catch a match there if you can't make it into watch live. Uh, moving into the rugby championship, we're in the round six. It's the final week. We've got Argentina versus Australia on Saturday at 1.05 a.m. And then South Africa versus New Zealand on Saturday at 4.05 a.m. And you can catch both of those matches on Flow Rugby. We've got some college rugby you could watch. We've got Sacred Heart versus Dartmouth. Uh, on Saturday at 9 a.m., you can watch that on ESPN+. Plus. The Allianz Premier 15s is rolling still. I think we're in week four now. We've got Bristol Bears women versus Sale Sharks women on Saturday at 7 a.m. got Exeter Chiefs women versus Wasps FC ladies on Saturday at 7 a.m. got DMP Durham Sharks versus Labrador Lightning on Saturday at 8 a.m. got Gloucester Hartbury women's RFC versus Harlequins women on Saturday at 9.15 a.m. Got Worcester Warriors women versus Saracens women on Saturday at 10.30 a.m. to round out that slate. Should be able to watch all of those on Premier15s.com. 
Make sure you check all that out. In the Premiership, we've got Bristol Bears versus Bath Rugby on Friday at 12.45 p.m. Mountain Time, so you can watch that one while you're eating some lunch. Northampton Saints versus London Irish on Saturday are at 7 a.m. Mountain Time. We've got Leicester Tigers versus Saracens on Saturday at 8 a.m. Newcastle Falcons versus Wasps on Saturday at 8 a.m. Worcester Warriors versus Glasser on Saturday at 8 a.m. Sail Sharks versus Exeter Chiefs on Sunday at 8 a.m. You can watch all of those matches on Peacock. And then we've got round two of the United Rugby Championship getting going this weekend. Looks like we've got some, some Europe-South Africa clashes, which will be cool to watch. We've got Scarlets versus Lions on Friday at 12.35 p.m. Connacht versus Bulls on Friday at 12.35 p.m. Benetton versus Edinburgh on Saturday at 6 a.m. Glasgow Warriors versus Sharks on Saturday at 8.05 a.m. Zebra versus Ulster on Saturday at 10.15 a.m. Munster versus Stormers on Saturday at 12.35 p.m. Ospreys versus Cardiff Blues on Saturday at 12.35 p.m. Dragons versus Leinster on Sunday at 7 a.m. And you can watch all those matches on URC TV if you have purchased the subscription. My voice was cracking a little bit there. I was holding on for dear life. I think we made it through. Uh, that does it for all the rugby you could watch this weekend, I believe. Um, I hope I covered all the bases there. So you get a full slate. No matter you know which day you want to sit down and watch all the matches, uh, you got your options Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So make sure you squeeze in a couple of rugby matches before you start watching your NFL college football slates. All right, now would be the time where we jump into the interview portion of the show, but I've been busy this week, could not lock down an interview, so we're going to do a little mailbag. Seen a lot of questions floating around about the American Raptors as, you know, it's probably been, what, been a month, I think, since the announcements come. So there's people obviously curious about what's going on. I'm going to do my best to answer these. I feel like I should do one of these probably once a month now, to be quite honest. Uh, just because I know that it is like a little bit of a confusing situation. So rounded up a couple of questions, and I'm going to do my best to answer them. Uh, so we'll go ahead and start with this first one. What is the 15 series? So if you listen to the mailbag I did a couple of weeks ago, you'll remember we got a lot of questions. You probably have a lot of questions about what league the Raptors are competing in. And last time I did the mailbag, I said they aren't competing in a league, which was true at the time. Um, and it's changed a little bit. I guess they're still not really competing in a league, but they are part of a greater organization now. And that greater organization is the 15 series. So uh, basically how it's been explained to me uh, is that the, the 15 series is a collection of teams that are focused more on player development rather than competing for a championship or to win matches or anything like that. Like it's a, it's a league for lack of a better term that exists and it's filled with teams that are focused primarily on just playing rugby and developing American talent and, and really just developing rugby here in this country rather than, playing you know in a competition to win something like the, the teams in this league aren't playing for a trophy at the end of each season there's not even really a set season it's just these get these this is a group of teams that exist to so that they can play against one another essentially and I would assume that it's going to grow as, as it as it continues to grow and evolve um, it's literally brand new I think this fall is the first time that it's it's been in existence and uh, I can talk a little bit more about what I've learned so it's more in line with what the Raptors are trying to do from the sounds of it. You know, they've been very vocal since they left the MLR, you know, from their statement, they said they want to focus on developing American rugby, eventually helping the USA win the world cup. 
Um, and this is kind of more in line with what that is rather than playing an MLR and competing to win a championship because, you know, that's what MLR is, right? It's a league. You need to be competitive in the league. The best way to be competitive in that league is to bring in foreign talent. Um, and when that happens, the level of rugby, I guess, has raised, but it does take away spots from, you know, American players that would have the chance to, to play high-level rugby if it weren't for, you know, some of these foreign players coming in. That's kind of how I'm seeing it. Um, that's how it's been explained to me. And this, you know, the Raptors linking up with this 15 series just kind of seems like the next step in that mission. It seems like the next way to, you know, get into an environment with other teams that are kind of looking to do the same thing. Uh, so that 15 series consists of Utah Club Rugby, which the Raptors just played two weeks ago. Seattle Rugby Club, the Raptors will play on Saturday. California Grizzlies and Oregon Rugby Club and the American Raptors, of course. So there's only five teams right now. Um, and like I said, it exists more just to, to play against one another, to get matches in, um, not necessarily to you know win something. So that's how it's been explained to me. Hopefully that makes sense to you. Like I said, it's a brand new thing, so we'll see how it goes. I'm sure as it exists, the longer it exists, we'll learn more. We'll see how it all goes. We'll see the tweaks that they they make, and I'm um, looking forward to keeping my eye on that. So that's kind of the, the short answer or long answer, whichever way you think, is what the 15 series is as it's been explained to me. So hopefully I didn't butcher that too bad. Next question, who are some new American Raptor crossover guys that we should keep an eye on? So it's a great question. Um, a couple of guys I've kind of caught my eye through these first couple of weeks. They've been, I guess they reported at the beginning of August now. So players still coming in and out, but a couple of people have kind of caught my eye through a couple of training sessions and the few matches that I've seen them play. Otto Sicardo kind of seems like a guy that can really fly. They played him in some reserve minutes out on the wing, scored a try against Utah two weeks ago. He comes to the Raptors, played running back at Syracuse, uh, and he looks very you know comfortable, confident with the ball in his hands, and he can really fly. I believe I've heard that he's the fastest player on the team. Uh, would have to fact check that, but that's what I've heard floating around. And like I said, he did score a nice try on the touchline. Casey McDermott vibe friend of the program passed him the ball out there and he kind of did the rest of the work but he's got some wheels definitely somebody that caught my eye on that first match another person that kind of has caught my eye through these first couple of weeks is Gerard Can. it's another guy that's really playing well out on the wing really fast really strong played some pro football in Germany before coming over to give rugby a shot uh, and and you'll see I guess next time you this weekend I encourage you to watch the stream or if you're in town uh, you got some money to spend and you want to catch two rugby matches for the price of one, come on out, keep an eye on Gerard. He's a fun player to watch. And then I guess the third guy, just to give it a nice round three-person list, is Nolan Saracini. That was our guest on the show last week. Uh, I didn't really get to talk about how impressive Nolan was at Montana Tech when he was in college. Played running back out there, and he was very humble. He wasn't going to brag about himself. But like the more research I've done about him, uh, he was awesome at Montana Tech. I believe he's the fourth leading rusher and touchdown scorer all time in the history of Montana Tech. He was inducted into the Montana Tech Hall of Fame, I think, last year. So it's like two or three years right after he graduated. And I think the people in his induction class into the Hall of Fame had all played sports there back in like the 70s and 80s. So he, he just he moved so quickly. He's already in the Hall of Fame, which is kind of crazy to think. 
Uh, he's been playing a lot of scrum half these last few weeks for the Raptors, and he seems to be picking it up really quickly. He's making good decisions with the ball. We talked a little bit about it on last week's show, but even just like pushing to the wide side and then recognizing when you know, you've got the defense off balance a little bit and then going back to the short side. He did that uh, late in the second half of that Raptors-Utah Club rugby match a couple of weeks ago, and it turned out to be a try for Casey because of Nolan's decision to send it back the other way. So he seems like he's picking it up really quickly. He's an incredible athlete, obviously, you know, to put up those monster numbers at Montana Tech. I could probably let me, I'm going to do some quick Googling really quick here. Uh, so I can like read you off some of these stats that he put up in a very short, I mean, not a very short amount of time, but during his college career. Yeah. So for instance, first team American Football Coaches Association, NAIA All-American in 2015 and 2016, holds the school record for longest touchdown run at 99 yards and finished his career with 6.8 yards per carry. So he's really two runs with him and you, you got a first down. He's voted the Frontier Conference Player of the Year in 2015 and 2016 and inducted into the Digger Athletic Hall of Fame in 2018. Uh, put up 3,487 rushing yards and 42 touchdowns in his career at Montana. So that's the kind of athlete that Nolan is. I wanted to make sure I did some did him some justice and talked about that because I did not do a good enough job on that week on last week's podcast talking about that aspect of his athletic career. So he's another guy that's kind of caught my eye. Like I said, those are just a few players through the first few weeks of the season. There's a lot of other guys that I'm excited to watch play, but we just haven't had a chance to really like take them all in yet because there's been a very limited amount of matches thus far. They have played a few, obviously, in Aspen, but I couldn't go because I was moving. Utah Club Rugby watched that one in its entirety, but they've done you know a little scrimmage against USA Junior National Team. They had a scrimmage uh, a couple weeks before that against, I think, Queen City. So uh, as we kind of get into the meat of the season, like with with some quality clubs like Utah coming or like Seattle coming in, excuse me, um, and some more coming down the line, it should be uh, should be good. And we're going to get to see a lot more players shine as they learn and they develop and they get to hang a rugby a little bit more. So those are a couple of guys that have caught my eye. It's a couple of guys you should keep an eye on this weekend and moving forward throughout the month of October, which leads into the next question. What does October look like for the American Raptors? So the American Raptors have a busy month of October. They play Seattle Rugby Club on Saturday, like we've been talking about. Next weekend, they play the Hartford Harpooners on October 9th, which will be a little fun kind of grudge match game because the Harpooners did beat the XOs back in the spring on a conversion that rattled off the upright, so it came down to the wire. They play the Austin Outlaws, which is the Gilgronies Academy side, on October 16th. And then they also play the Utah Selects, which is the Utah Warriors Academy side, on October 23rd. All of those matches will be at Infinity Park, and all of them, with the exception of this weekend's match, are free to attend. But if you can't make it out for any of them, all of those will be streamed on AmericanRaptors.com as well. So you can watch them in real time, and then you can even go back and watch you know, the matches that happened in the past by visiting the, uh, the site and or, and tracking down the, the live stream on Infinity Park's website as well. It's all in there. You can watch rugby matches from like 10 years ago in there. So, and then something to keep an eye on too is I expect to see the Raptors play a lot of these MLR Academy sides moving forward, not necessarily this fall, but like even as you get into the next spring and then into next summer and then into next fall, because if you remember, like I remember talking about this on the show, but if you've been keeping up with MLR, 
uh, MLR is like incentivizing a program essentially that incentivizes uh, MLR teams that are building up their academy sides, right? Like they are awarding teams with additional salary cap uh, that are building up their academy programs because they're trying to work kind of from the top down. They're trying to establish the link between the MLR teams and the grassroots programs. And obviously all that stuff that falls in between is the youth youth teams, right? And then high school programs and then these academy sides that gives these, you know, college athletes or, you know, these, these select teams, they can pick from them and get them in the pipeline. So hopefully they one day they can play for the MLR. So MLR is incentivizing these academy programs um, by rewarding teams with additional salary cap for building up these programs. And that gives the Raptors, you know, some quality competition. It's creating like a whole new sector of teams to play, essentially, because as we've seen already, like the Raptors are too much to handle for just like a regular club team. But these different teams, like some of these teams in this 15 series and then all these MLR Academy sides, that's kind of like the perfect speed for them, the perfect competitiveness uh, so I would expect to see a lot more of that as we kind of move forward into the future. Um, and I'll be, you know, looking forward to seeing that. And that kind of leads into the last question of the short mailbag that I'll do is, do you think that uh, MLR team will ever play against American Raptors? And I can understand why an MLR team wouldn't want to play against the Raptors. Um, these academy matches make sense to me. I want to see an MLR team play against the Raptors, and I think it will happen eventually, to be quite honest, but I can also see why an MLR team would not want to do it right now. There's not a lot to gain you know, from it on their side, and it kind of makes me think of like this CSU football, if you've been keeping up with any of that, uh, just as the local sports scene, right? They played South Dakota State in that week one game to open up their season. South Dakota State is like... They won the they were national champion runners-up or something last year in D1 AA. Uh, and that's just not a match that does CSU any good, right? If they win, that's what they're supposed to do. And if they lose, which they did, and they lost in convincing fashion, that just makes them look bad. So I kind of, in that same light, like that's how I kind of look at this American Raptors thing to an MLR team. Like everyone is assuming that an MLR team should beat the Raptors, right? And if the Raptors went out and beat them, which I think is a possibility, it just would do no good for the MLR team. So that's kind of how I look at it. But I do think eventually that somebody will uh, will do it, and I'm looking forward to that day. So that kind of does it for this short mailbag. Thank you to everybody for the questions. Um, I kind of just cherry-picked a couple of those off the Internet, but I hope I did a good enough job answering those. All right, we'll go ahead and close the show out with some required reading and then the loop. So for required reading is this piece I saw yesterday. Uh, from the Rugby Network. Uh, it's called Part-Time Beast, Full-Time Nice Guy, Eric Duchel, Taking a Rugby Break by Brian Kelly. Uh, so Eric Duchel of the Seattle Seawolves announced yesterday on his Instagram that he was going to be taking a year off from playing rugby. And just kind of reading this story made me uh, think of this memory I have of Eric Duchel, so I'll go ahead and tell this story now. So when I worked for MLR the second year in 2019, I flew out to Seattle to write a piece on Eric Duchel. That was my assignment for kind of that whole season. It was like a bigger piece. So uh, there have been few people that I've interviewed over the years that are just a more pleasant person than Eric. He's genuinely one of the nicest, like most caring people that I've come across during my time doing media, you know, throughout college since I've graduated college. I ended up working on that story for about eight weeks. Like I said, flew out to Seattle on Easter 
uh, to write that story. And then when the Seawolves came to town to play the Raptors in the end of May, I uh, ended up talking to Eric again out here and a couple of his teammates. So I did. I ended up doing two or three different rounds of interviews with Eric and his teammates just to try to get the best, you know, the best information and the best stuff I could to write a good story. And then I flew out to San Diego for the 2019 MLR final after the story was published for a couple of weeks. I think we published it like right before the playoffs. Uh, like I said, flew out to S San Diego for the final and I went to the after party after the Seawolves had won their second MLR championship. Uh, and I saw Eric at the bar and just kind of talked to him about, you know, he approached me and talked to me about how he appreciated the story and thanked me for taking my time on it and told me I did a really good job and that, you know, he just appreciated the the time and effort that I put into it. And we just kind of talked over a beer for 20, 30 minutes. And this all just kind of happened like hours after the final. There was, he had no reason to talk to me that probably shouldn't have even been there to be quite honest. And uh, it just meant a lot to me. And the whole time I've done this whole media thing, I can count only on one or two, you know, fingers, the times that somebody's ever tracked me down like that and talked to me about a story that I had written to them, what they liked, what they didn't like, uh, thanked me for it, all that good stuff. And it just kind of shows, you know, goes to show what type of guy Eric is. I wanted to make sure I talked about him in the light of this news that he has taken a little bit of a break. I hope we haven't seen the last of him. But I'm wishing him the best in his year off. I hope that he enjoys himself. And hopefully we get to see him play some rugby again in the future. But if he decides that it's time to hang it up, uh, he had a great career. And it was a lot of fun watching him. So big shout out to Eric. He's a great guy. And I hope everybody that likes rugby uh, gets the chance to meet him at some point in their life because you will not regret it. So I'll go ahead and link this uh, Rugby Network story by Brian Kelly in the article that houses this podcast, and I'll go ahead and put my MLR feature in there as well if you're interested in checking that out. So we'll go ahead and close the show with The Loop. Uh, keep up with us on Twitter at the NVR underscore rugby and at Colton Strickler if you're interested in all the stuff that we've got going on here at the NVR Rugby you can check out all of our work on the dnvr.com. It's all free for the rugby stuff. You can check it out and decide if you want to subscribe, which you should. And you can get all your Broncos, Nuggets, Rockies, Avalanche, Buffs, Rams, News, Golf, mixing that in there as well. It's kind of something for everybody. So I'd recommend subscribing and, and getting all your Denver news from there. Um, other than that, that's my show for the week. Hopefully... Everyone comes out and enjoys some matches. If you're at the Raptors match, send me a DM or a tweet. Come say what's up. I hope everybody had a great week. I hope everyone has a good weekend. Uh, enjoy all the matches this weekend, and I'll catch you all back here next week.